0: Chapter twelve of Grace Harlow's first year at Overton College by Jessie Graham Flower. This Librivox recording is in the public domain. Chapter twelve UPS and Downs At breakfast the next morning Grace began her campaign, and she continued to sing Gertrude Wells's praises when she encountered a group of her freshman friends after the services. Then Anne, Miriam, Alfreda, and she went for a stroll down College Street and into Vinton's for Ices. Here they encountered quite a delegation of girls from Morton House, among whom was Gertrude herself, and a great deal of mysterious intriguing went on behind that young woman's back, who, quite unconscious of the honour about to be thrust upon her, was telling her chum that she thought Grace Harlowe would make a good president for their class. On her way home, Grace exclaimed delightedly, "'Look across the street, girls. There is Mabel Ash. Let's go over and speak to her.' Suiting the action to the word, the four girls hurried across the street to greet their favourite. Mabel smiled pleasantly, stretching forth a welcoming hand, but the young woman with her regarded their presence as an intrusion and glared her displeasure at the newcomers. "'How do you do, Miss Alden?' ventured Grace politely. But Miss Alden stared over her head with a frigid, "'Really, Mabel, under the circumstances, you'll have to excuse my leaving you.' She turned and marched off in the other direction." i suppose we are the circumstances said grace with a faint smile she was furiously angry at the unlooked-for snub but refused to show it anne looked distressed miriam was frowning while Elfreda glowered savagely don't mind what she said soothed mabel she feels awfully cross this afternoon because she has met with a disappointment she has an invitation to a pie capa gamma dance and she has been refused permission to go result she is in a raging tearing humour "'But I thought one could always go to a fraternity dance if properly chaperoned,' remarked Grace innocently. "'One can,' mimicked Mabel, "'if one doesn't ask permission to go too often, and if one has no conditions to work off. "'Now, you see why Mistress Beatrice is obliged to languish at home while the man who invited her "'will no doubt have to invite some other girl who is lucky enough to have no conditions.' "'Isn't it rather early in the year to be conditioned?' asked Miriam. Yes, but Beatrice has been cutting classes ever since she came back this year. Confided Mabel, "I am not betraying a confidence in telling you this. She admits that she neglects her work. She says she is going to settle down after midyear's exams and work." I think she's about the most snobbish proposition I ever came across," announced Elfreda. "It would serve her right if she did flunk in her examinations. I hope with all my heart she falls down with an awful bump." Elfreda had forgotten her former aspiration toward cultivating the true college spirit. "'You mustn't wish even your bitterest enemy bad luck,' smiled Ashe. "'Superstitious people say that the bad luck will be visited on the head of the one who wishes it.' "'I'm not superstitious,' retorted Elfredo. "'Of course. I believe that pins cut friendship, "'and that it's bad luck to see the new moon through the window or to walk under a ladder. "'It's a sure sign of death to break a looking-glass or dream of white flowers, too, "'and to drop a spoon means certain disappointment. "'But aside from a few little things like that, I certainly don't believe in signs.' oh no you don't believe in signs chorused the other girls in gleeful sarcasm well i don't reiterated elfreda that is not a whole lot of them good-bye children i must leave you at this corner announced mabel come and see me soon i'll look you up on the first evening i have free i should think that miss Alden would hate herself remarked elfreda scornfully as she marched along beside grace she hates you that's sure enough nonsense why should miss Alden hate me "'You're letting your imagination run away with you, Alfreda,' laughed Grace. "'Don't you believe it,' declared Alfreda doggedly. "'She doesn't like you because Mabel likes you, and she likes Mabel. "'Someone told me the other day that she can't bear to have Mabel look cross-eyed at any other girl here. "'She claims that it's because she loves her so much, "'but I think it's because she wants to have the most popular girl at Overton for her friend,' Finished the stout girl shrewdly. "'What shall we do this afternoon?' called Miriam Nesbit over her shoulder. "'Go on boosting our candidate,' laughed Anne let us go for a walk after dinner we will call on ruth denton then we'll take her with us to morton house that will be a nice way for her to meet the morton house girls while we are there we can find out how the land lies then we will take ruth home with us for supper and the rest of the evening if she doesn't have to study at the table that day grace again introduced the subject of the class election and was pleased to note that her suggestion regarding gertrude wells as the best possible choice for class president had borne fruit the two sophomores at the table who had been through two class elections having just elected their president smiled tolerantly at the excitement exhibited by the babies and asked them not to elect in haste and repentant leisure why don't you children find out something about what the rest of the class think before you rush into electing miss wells just to please two or three girls asked virginia gaines the sophomore who had assiduously cultivated the acquaintance of Elfreda, then dropped her at the first sign of trouble "'We sophomores wouldn't allow ourselves to be influenced by cliques. "'We consider the good of the class of more importance than the good of any individual member.' "'She smiled disagreeably at Grace, who looked at her steadily, then said, "Was your remark intended for me and my friends, Miss Gaines?' "'Not necessarily,' flung back the sophomore, "'unless you feel that it applies to you and them.' "'No, I don't believe it does,' declared Grace with a quiet smile. "'In fact, I quite agree with you in saying that the good of the class should always come first.' That is why we are all anxious to nominate Miss Wells for president of our class. Adele Flush rose to Virginia Gaines's sallow face. She was not quick-witted and could think of no reply. The other freshmen at the table were taking no pains to disguise their glee at Grace's retort. Virginia's sarcastic comment had proved a boomerang, and she gained nothing by launching it. She hurried through with her dessert and left the table without another word, casting a half-malignant look at Grace as she went. "'Virginia's mad, and I'm glad,' sang a freshman softly, as the door-banged. "'Please don't,' said Grace soberly. "'I'm sorry she's angry, but I couldn't help it. "'I seem always fated to arouse sophomore ire.' "'I wouldn't mind a little thing like that,' comforted Elfreda. "'I'd rather be the enemy than the friend of some girls.' "'But I don't want to be the enemy of any girl,' declared Grace, "'looking almost appealingly about the table.' "'Of course you don't,' soothed Emma Dean, "'a tall, near-sighted girl at the end of the table,' who had the reputation of making brilliant recitations. You couldn't antagonise the rest of us if you tried, that is, unless you deliberately broke my glasses. A shout of laughter went up from the table. Virginia Gaines, who had lingered in the hall, heard it, and her face darkened. In spite of Grace's declaration for peace, she had made an enemy. End of chapter 12